Hello and welcome back to another review episode of Biff Pal Bam. We will be reviewing this week, uh, What If Episode 6, What If Killmonger Rescued Tony Stark? And joining me this week, um, due to some technical difficulties, is just Tony. Hello. Yep, we... Uh... Forgot me quote then, I was going to go, <laughs> with a bag of straps. <laughs> yeah, uh, Josh is having some internet issues. Um, first of all, he couldn't get into Zoom, and now Zoom's telling him he's already in a meeting. So it's just going to be the <laughs> two of us on this episode. Um, so he's um, he's trying to get in as we speak. So he may join us very shortly. We we shall see. Um, but let's make a start while we're we're waiting. Um, so my first note was we get a fully formed watcher. Right at the start for the yeah. first time. Yeah, and he's starting to become fully formed more every week, isn't he? Which makes me wonder yep. whether he's going to actually appear properly come the last episode. Yeah, and and Jeffrey Wright's been fantastic throughout this this entire series. He's um, mm. really settled into the role, and I, I'm really looking forward to seeing him in, in the Batman as, as Gordon, mm. um, which isn't far off, and I think we'll probably get to see him in, in a couple of the spin-offs that they're, they're planning on as well. So... And looking mm. forward to seeing more of him. Um, uh, this is a strange one because normally we we all talk every day, like literally something will come up and we will talk about it. Um, we watched this episode and no one talked about it <laughs> except for one mention from you because you were watching the first Iron Man and showed the That's comparison right, yeah. between the two. Yeah, um, yeah. What? And that was literally the only mention we've made of this episode. Um, I think that's kind of telling, and you'll find out why as I go further into my notes. Um, in fact, with the next one, even the intro to Killmonger is a bit meh. It's not even... We saw it in the trailer, and there's nothing more to it. It's literally yeah. the scene that was in the trailer. Um, yeah. But I do like the bit that comes afterwards with the, the great moments of Tony Stark's life from the MCU that we know. That is yeah. so well replicated, especially yeah, him. Seen the Iron Man, yeah, um, was just just brilliant. Um, then I get another problem. This Tony Stark is so shallow; it is unreal. Yeah. The mm. the whole speech that he gives instead of the one that we've we've known um, when he had, when he comes back and he's like, right, I'm going to take down Stark Industries from the inside. Um, this one just seems so shallow in comparison. Um, yeah. And then I did say that the episode needs more Johnny Fafavs. Um, he's very fleeting in this episode, um, which we will come on to with other characters that are in this one uh, as well that kind of get bypassed quite rapidly. Um, mm. And talking of, of people that come back, it was a shame that uh, Jeff Bridges doesn't come back as... Obadiah, we were talking about Obadiah staying between us the other day as well, um, that how much of an arse he is in every single form. And he even <laughs> is in this. He's not any different yeah. in this. Um, it is yeah. just a shame that it wasn't Jeff, but obviously we have since found out that he has been quite poorly yeah, been, um, for the last nice. 18 months. Um, he is in remission now, which is great to hear. Um, he's yeah. doing, doing well now. Um, and of course, we have another couple of characters that are replaced. Gwyneth Paltrow doesn't come back as Pepper. Um, and also, we already knew that General Ross wasn't being played by 
um, his normal actor. Um, so that wasn't something new on us. It's, it is just a shame that a few of these ones that have, have kind of disappeared. It would have been great to have had Jeff back because he hasn't played Obadiah for, what, 12 years now? Um, yeah. So it was a shame. Yeah, we got that he, he as well, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, but it was a slightly younger version of Shuri. Yeah, the one we'd so already met. So it wasn't a surprise. Um, and in this episode, the guy that plays Tony Stark, I don't think he's as good in this episode as he was previously. He didn't quite mm. nail it for me this time around, um, like mm. he did in the first one. And we had mentioned that early on that we weren't sure about him. Um, but when that first episode came around, he actually did quite well. But this one, I don't think he was quite as good. Um, moving on to one of the returning actors. I love Michael B. Jordan. I think he's great. Um, I've not seen him in the Fantastic Four movie. I couldn't bring myself to watch it, but I've loved him in Creed. Um, and I thought he was great in Black Panther. Killmonger's fairly 2D in this. Yeah. Um, yeah. His motivations haven't really changed. I don't no. think. Um, no. The only real change is that Tony doesn't become Iron Man. Pretty much yeah. everything else is the same just yeah. slightly moved in different time periods than what it was. Um, and yeah, I, Killmonger just, for me, it's, it's a problem when you, I don't particularly feel like villains should be the central point of a film. Mm. Um, it, for, you should have, it should be the hero that's the, the focal point of something. Yeah. And in this, yeah, well, that's and that that's not a new problem. I mean, if you go back as far as Jack Nicholson in Batman, yeah, the focus is all about him as the as the villain when it when it's a film called Batman. <laughs> yeah, but you still had Batman flit, flitting in and out, whereas this, mm. the villain is the only point of the episode yeah. because all the other characters come in for a couple of minutes and then they're gone again, and he's yeah. the only constant throughout it. At least with yeah. Batman and Nicholson. It wasn't always the Joker, despite the Joker being the big point of it. Mm. Batman was still pretty much always there. Um, with this, yeah. it just feels like Killmonger doesn't, doesn't work. Um, I want to say it, it was great to have Andy Serkis back. Um, <laughs> I think we're going to be talking about him a little bit more um, in a few weeks for another reason. Mm. Um, but I always felt that Claw was very underutilised. Yeah, it was a shame they killed stuff. him off in the film, yeah. Because, yeah. um, of course, you got him a little bit in Age of Ultron for mm. about 10 minutes of the film, and then, yeah. obviously, Killmonger kills him off in, yeah. in Black Panther. And likewise, as I said, the same beats are there throughout this episode. There's nothing really changed. He still kills Claw. He still kills T'Challa. T'Challa doesn't come back this time like he does in the film. Um, but it's, it's the same beats throughout the episode as the, as the main film that it's, it's based around. And, and that, that, for me, was kind of the letdown with the first episode. But I feel like this one does it even more than, than the first one, um, which is a real shame because, as I said, I like Michael B. Jordan and I, I, I think he's got a long career ahead of him. Um, and it's a, it's a shame that his episode's kind of been let down by the fact that it probably wasn't the right way to go with it. 
Um, mm. It is great to see an early version of Rody played by Cheadle for the first time. Yes. Um, as we yeah. talked about previously with Mark Ruffalo's Hulk taking Ed Norton's version out of the equation. Um, in this way, it's done exactly the same that we get to see this version of Rody um, early on. Uh, doesn't Again, doesn't last very long. Um, he's in it for all of about, what, two minutes before, yeah. <laughs> before he's that, killed and that's, and that, and that actually is probably one of the best scenes in the episode, the, the way that sort of Killmonger just dispatches them both. Yeah. me. Yeah, and, and that's, that that's what I'm, I'm kind of don't like about this episode is that we don't get more of that kind of thing. Everything mm. is kind of so similar. Um, mm. It's, it's a, literally my next note is my problem with this outside of Tony continuing to be a dick that we saw at the beginning of the first Iron Man and that quickly changes really mm. there's nothing much different Killmonger's ultimate goal is still the same he still wants the power of Wakanda and it, it just it, it's not a big enough step for me well well beyond that even his motivation is still the same as he wants to free all his brothers I mean yeah, honestly, he doesn't really care about Wakanda as such. No, it's no, just, just a, it's a resource. Yeah, yeah, it's just a resource, a means to an end. Um, and I, I said after this, I just, I don't see how his continuous bad character traits in every universe we have seen so far um, mm. lines up with him becoming Black Panther in the next film. I just, I don't yeah. see how it can be, because no. you have portrayed him twice. In yeah, well, this exact I same way. No, I don't either. I think I think he's got other things to to concentrate on. Mm. Um, I said, "Oh, we get the obligatory shirtless scene for Killmonger, like we <laughs> got in the in the in the film." Um, then I wrote Ultron in disguise because they are basically like Ultron in a Transformers body when they introduce <laughs> the robots. Because that's literally mm. what it is, isn't it? It's Jarvis is running yeah. a, a bunch of robots that look like Transformers. Um, <laughs> so, um, and then I just uh, said one of my uh, one of my next notes is he's just so duplic- duplicitous. Can't speak. Um, just every turn, every time you think he's going to do something, he just goes back to that old way. And does something that just completely bypasses what he's been doing. Um, mm. Especially when he does make it to Wakanda and he's all like, oh yeah, I really love this. I, I want to help. And then he clicks the button and they all come back alive again. Mm. And it's just like, no, I don't need that. We've already seen this. And it's, it's, yeah. it's a real shame. Um, and then well, I said, the feeling that you wish that they would have taken Killmonger in a completely different direction with this episode, then, as yeah. opposed to just a parallel story, effectively, to what we've seen. Yeah, yeah, because that's literally what it is. There is no, no changes to him at all, other than he kills a few other people, like Tony and yeah. and um, Rhodey. Other than that, it, it just feels like it's the same story. Um, he does mm. get his Lion King moment. Out on the <laughs> the stone, surveying Wakanda, 
and how wonderful it is. It's, it's literally like Lion King. Um, I said the replacement for Pepper is so-so. I didn't think she was great either. Um, there's a couple of moments where she really does sound like Gwyneth, um, but then for yeah. the, the bulk of it, I don't think she does particularly sound like her, um, mm. which is a shame. Um, and then just my final note, I, these episodes are becoming heavily reliant on cliffhangers. It seems to be every week that they're just leaving it like there should be another part of the story that we aren't going to now see for probably 18 months to two years. Um, which is a, a disappointment. It feels like this could have been a longer series or that they could have done like double parters, two parters throughout the series. Mm. Um, and it, it does, it feels like, like last week's, uh, but in fact, the last couple of weeks could have been two parters. And then this week certainly does because it just leaves off with no no answers to the, any of the questions that's been set up. Um, mm. So, and it's a, it is a, a hard thing when you think, I know how much work they put in, but then we've got another 18 months to two years before we're going to see them resolved. Whereas you have a live well, action one, you have like six months of TV, then you wait another six months and it starts again. Whereas this isn't going to. That's even if they are going to be resolved. I mean, the, the, the thing is, I mean, this was pitched as an anthology show to start with. Yeah. And anthology shows are the story is told however long it is and it's done. If yeah. they are setting these up as sequels to have sequels, then that's not an anthology show as such. No, no, it's just a continual season. And, uh, and we yeah. know that we've had the issues, obviously, where we are at the moment still in the middle of a pandemic um we can't deny it and and the work has obviously been hard we've lost an episode because of that um it should have been 10 episodes yeah. we're only getting nine um but still it, it feels like these can't have changed that much because of that but i wonder whether that's also down to us as viewers expecting more from the show than they plan to give us yeah um as if to say, if there's, if you take this episode before I get into my thoughts on the episode, uh, as they're saying, well, this is a moment in time from that timeline where this may have happened, and that's it. You make yeah. up the rest of the story yourself. And I wonder, I wonder if that was always their aim, and we as viewers were expecting something slightly different. Yeah, maybe we were. And um, but the, the thing for me is, the last few episodes have been so great. Mm. And it's left you wanting more, whereas this time mm. it feels like it needs more. Um, yeah, yeah. And it's the, the quality is just kind of up and down. And, mm. and as we said last week, we were going through the stages of every week where we were going, this episode's the best one so far. Yeah. And I think for the first time, we've actually turned around, well, certainly for me, I've turned around this week and the quality has dropped. Um, yeah, it's, it, it doesn't, and I think going back to what you said at the, at the start of this, it didn't leave me with any sort of wow reaction. No, and, that, and as that, I've one said, one or two of the recent ones. Have. Yeah, as I've said previously, I watched these episodes three or four times. I've watched mm. this one twice. Yeah, that's as well. My wife's, my wife's not asked to watch it. My son's not asked to watch it because they don't mm. care about those characters. 
Mm-hmm. And, and and even if they did watch it, they'd go, oh, that was all right. But they wouldn't care. So yeah. it's a real shame. So give me your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> some of the same issue, but also some bits. So, I mean, although some of the bits we have seen before, I did like the, the appearance of T'Challa in this one. It was so poetic and, and so moving. We've almost seen three stages of Chadwick and three stages of the character at the same point in the show. And yeah. it's really hard hitting to see him. And and yeah. you could hear it in his voice this time as well, that he wasn't well, I think. when The scene yeah. when they're with Rhodey, you can hear it in his voice a little bit. And it's yeah. just so sad to see that going up happening. Um, I say I, I like the reappearance of, the, of Claw again. Again, another a character that's been wasted. It's not the first time they've done that. I don't think the characters in the MCU. Uh, I love, I love the sort of quick dealing with Stain with Obadiah, yeah. um, and the sort of with Killmonger just pulling up the files that thought, <laughs> and the punch from Hatbay. That was just great. I, I did enjoy that. Um, yeah, but I think. And I did like the ending of it and the way that what it's sort of the wrap up is that the, the, the heroes aren't always in the places you expect them because it's obviously setting up that these two are going to at some point in some future, whether we see it or not, we'll sort of try to turn people around um, to Killmonger and how, what he really is like. Um, well, I like the fact that they kept in the timeline that we saw a younger version of Shuri because we we're a few years previous as well. Yeah. Uh, and similarly, that Killmonger got less markings on him as well. Yes. Because he hadn't had that that period of time since to go off around the world killing left, right and centre. Yeah. So I did like the little subtle details like that in it. Um, Tony being a dick, I kind of... I kind of understand why they did it because they were showing us for the first time properly what Tony could be like if he yeah. carried on being like we saw him at the start. I, I did quite like that. Yeah. And, the Tony that we don't get from the MCU, like, effectively this one, you just want to punch him. Yeah. The the Tony of the films, you kind of want to punch him, but in a slightly different way sometimes. Yeah. But but this this one is just ah, oh, the arrogance is still there, and he he learns nothing from nearly being blown up, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I completely agree, and I completely love love the fact that Tony is a dick. In this, because mm. it's it's what he should be. If, if what happened to him doesn't happen, he's going to continue yeah. down that same same line that we already yeah. saw him. And yeah. we know and that it, even when he did take that turn, he still had his issues. Yeah. Well, uh, similarly, and this shows we him see going him, deeper. We see him drinking far more in this than we have in the films as well. Yeah. So it was, yeah. it was that version of Tony as well that ends up becoming the, the uh, from the demon storyline. Yeah. Um, just being a bit of a source at it. <laughs> so, Killmonger put him out of his misery there a little bit with that. Although I thought that's a hell of a wound to hit him in the shoulder and it killed him eventually. It must have been some yeah. sort of blood coming out of there. Yeah. That was one of the issues I did have with it. Um, nice to see uh, Bettany back in there again. It's yeah. Really... So, so it, nice it, it would have been nicer if it had been James Darcy playing him instead. Yes. Yeah, that would have been a nice little twist actually. Yeah, if they'd, if they'd have brought him in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but my general thoughts, and I'm like, in fact, we say, a few of the episodes recently, I've, I've, I've watched them and got, oh my God, at the end, and just sat there for a couple of minutes just taking the episode in. Yeah. This one, I kind of just, 
yeah, it was all right. Yeah. And I think probably because we've seen those two origin stories and they were done better in the films. Yeah. So this tweaked version of it didn't really add a lot, I don't think. No. No, and, and as I said, it's a, it's a real shame because I do like Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Um, in fact, I think it would have been far more interesting to have, say, Killmonger going up against Claw in some sort of battle for half an hour. Yeah. Or, or, and actually making Killmonger the proper hero in this one would have been an interesting twist on it. Yeah. So, so yeah. what if Killmonger had become Black Panther or something properly? or And then giving yeah, him an equal, a, a decent villain. And that's my worry, is that he will be made the Black Panther in the next film. Because they've like, kind of... bring him back from the dead. Yeah. Or is he going to be from the multiverse? No, possibly, yeah, possibly. So, you should have to sit right and see. Yeah, yeah. So it, it it felt a little bit like an old an olden episode. So I don't know which one have we got. Is it Party Thor next? Is it or is it one of the other ones? I think uh, again, we say this every week. It should be Party Thor, but that um, probably when, means it'll be Gamora. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, but we shall see. Tony gets screwed over again, but. Yeah, exactly. Which makes me think it probably will be Party Thor, because I can't yeah. see that they're going to do two episodes where Tony is screwed over in a row. Yeah. Um, I would imagine it will be Party Thor this week. Um, so, yeah, on that note, thank you for joining me, Tony. No problem. And we will see you next week for not the last but one, but the last but two episodes of What If? This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.